I need you to listen to this for me. Like we're friends, and and I feel like this could really help you if you listen to this podcast episode. She read some Harry Potter fan fiction, and that's not that's not clean stuff. I know what goes on on those websites. Like they'll give somebody like a three piece suit and a pocket watch or something, and you're like, what do you mean? This is his new look. How could that be his new look? You know, someone turns a corner to their cat, and the cat says, "Well, ha!" Like a southern gentleman, and I love that. Hello, and welcome to People You May Know. This week, I am joined by my friend Alana, an Australian beauty. She joins me in some of my more embarrassing interests. We both love boys and pop music and just all kinds of embarrassing things. Quite a few things that we discussed in this episode reminded me of little anecdotes. For example, we talked about nipple piercings. And I'm now reminded of a guy I dated... He once told me that he tried to get his nipples pierced. He'd made an attempt. He'd gone to a shop and begged the shopkeep to pierce his nipples. And he was told they're too small. Nipples are too small to pierce. And I remember being turned off in that moment. I remember being surprised by that feeling going, wow, you know, I did not know that I would have a problem with a guy having small nipples, but hearing that they're abnormally small to the point where you can't do one of the only things that men's nipples get to do, it it really, it really made me question the relationship. And that's the only thing that made me question it. We also talked about meeting guys after shows, after concerts, and how you've gotten yourself all sweaty from being there, enjoying yourself. And it reminded me of a time I went to an outdoor concert where a band was performing. I had a crush on one of the guys. That was always the case because what am I even doing there if I don't have a crush on someone? Like, what is the point? And I'd gotten sweaty because I'm, I'm always sweaty, but especially if we're outside in the summer at a skate park, no less. So I thought, rather than embarrass myself with this sweat, I'm going to go into the bathroom here, get my shirt soaking wet so that it all it all blends together. And then I hugged the guy and he recoiled like, whoa, how sweaty are you? And I was like, no, it's normal. It's bathroom water. Let's continue the hug, please. <laughs> Don't back away from me. While talking about boy bands, Alana shockingly said she's not familiar with O-Town. I couldn't believe it. I was so shocked that I couldn't remember that one of their hits is titled Liquid Dream. That's right. The band O-Town released a hit titled Liquid Dream. I wanted to point out that throughout the episode, you'll notice a strange noise occurring. I, I think it's maybe a bracelet or something like that, but it, I don't want you to be distracted by it. So whenever you hear it, imagine that I'm stirring iced tea or munching on a baby carrot. That's how I'd like you to 
envision that sound. That's how it'll come to life for you. And you'll feel like you're in the room with us in our respective rooms. Of course, I guess you clone yourself and then you're in her room and you're in my room. Welcome to the show. Oh, dear God. (laughs) Okay. So first of all, I remember you saying once that Americans say your name weird or wrong or both. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Let me hear you say your name. I'll see if I can (laughs) do this. (laughs) Really? Oh, God. Okay. Now, Americans tend to say Alana. Okay. But I, my name is Alana. Like, la, not when. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So if I say Alana, is that correct? Yes. Very good. good. Oh, good. <laughs> the funny thing is I always want to go, oh, yeah, you know, like Alana Banana. And then I remember you guys say banana, so that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Elena Banana. We got it. <laughs> Elena Banana. <laughs> so now it's like, don't say banana. Right. Not like banana, you weirdo. Yeah. Okay, good. Good. I'm glad that I'm saying it totally wrong because I've worried because I do feel like sometimes people who have other accents or whatever, they're like, this is how you say a thing. And then I say it back thinking I'm saying it correctly. And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay, I think my ears can't even hear the distinction then. So I was worried it was going to be something like that. No, because I, I, I think it's really weird because, like, you know, in, the like, uh, Superman with, like, Lana Lang, everyone can say Lana mm-hmm. like that, but for some reason putting an A in front of it confuses everyone. So I'm glad I didn't fuck it up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the icebreaker I have for you is about dating. Oh, God. <laughs> because you are a single woman. Uh-huh. So I have to torture you with dating topics. I, I kind of thought this might be the thing because this is my <laughs> this is my new thing at the moment. <laughs> yes, of course we have to do something with that. Okay, so you have to date one of these guys. I'm going to present you with two guys. You have to date one of them. So you're just choosing maybe which one is a little better than the other. But they are both going to be bad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Guy with a soul patch or guy with a goatee? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Both so terrible. (laughs) I'm just, oh, wow. What would be worse? I mean, because the soul patch is so dated now. I might have to go with goatee. Okay. All right. See, you know, I I agree with you. For me, I'm thinking any guy could foolishly decide to grow a goatee, right? Mm -hmm. But you have to be a really particular type of person to go with the soul patch. I feel like you really are aware of the statement you're making. I don't know. I just imagine that guy would be much more annoying, whereas goatee guy is just someone who you'll have to teach about what looks good and what doesn't, you know what I mean? Probably have to introduce him to lotion or something. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think, I think with soul patch guy though, you might be able to in the middle of the night, just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> very quick, just convince him that while you were kissing, it just came off. You yeah. didn't do it. It's yeah. so little. It just, I guess it rubbed off. Yeah, I don't friction. know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, <laughs> 
have you seen those like silky knit things where you just like rub the leg yes. hair off? Just oh my god, get one of those on your chin and then just <laughs> rubbing it against you. Oh my god, those can't work, right? I think I remember trying them when they came in like a, a teenage magazine I once had, and it did actually make it like a whole lot, you know, smooth and soft, and it seemed really? like it worked, but. Then again, I was a teenager and I had probably like no leg hair. <laughs> Did you ever use hair? The one that burn it off? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I actually, I think I tried it again like recently and uh, yeah, no, it was just <laughs> the smell alone was just yes. so terrifying. Yes, the like, smell is horrific. You'd have to take a shower immediately after. And still, I think it would haunt you. Yeah. <laughs> I had a friend who got laser hair removal. Yeah, I bought one of those little machines that do it for you. <laughs> kind of works, but it's it's not great. Like, it will thin out, like, the amount of hair you have, but it, it's not going to really get rid of it. It does sting a bit. <laughs> yeah, I would think. So you were just shocking yourself in your house trying to get rid of your hair? A little bit, yeah. oh god it's exhausting being a woman (laughs) it really is but I don't think I like to you know makeup and everything and trying to look good I don't think I do that for men I think I do it for other women that's true I don't think guys notice those kinds of things most of the time and the kind of guys that do really weird me out like but I just really I don't like when a guy notices like specific things I really find that like off-putting when he's just like your eyeshadow looks nice. I'd rather they just said you look pretty or whatever and be done with it. Because then if you're pointing out my eyeshadow, then I think the next time it doesn't look good, you're also noticing that. I don't need to know that you're, you know. That's also like the, you know, the compliment at work. Like, you look nice today. It's like, what, every other day I don't look nice? Fuck you. Yes, or on a on a photo when people are like, "This is a nice picture of you," or "You look pretty in this in this photo." Exactly, but the thing about the eyeshadow thing is that I would appreciate that because most of the time that I do eyeshadow, I try and make it really cool and stuff. But you know, today I'm not wearing anything, and I look red and horrible. <laughs> because I just woke up that is a good point like you put effort into your eyeshadow all the time so someone noticing it would be nice because you already do it you wouldn't feel extra pressure to do it it's just your thing but then again I also think uh it would kind of be if other women notice it I think I appreciate it more absolutely yeah guys you're like well you don't know anyway yeah (laughs) (laughs) They would probably just like see a different color and be like, ooh, that's different. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, oh, shiny. (laughs) No, but but ladies appreciate that I did a cut crease, you know. They know the terms. Mm -hmm. They know the work you put in. I did have a guy on a dating app, like his little message to me was like about my eyebrows and like weirdly complimenting them like, wow, like since lockdown, I haven't been able to get mine under control yours are looking great I'm like (laughs) I'm like okay I'm like you don't know when I took these photos too but okay (laughs) I don't know if that like is that something that should suffer from quarantine I feel like your eyebrows you can do that at home pretty much but like especially a guy I don't know what all you're getting done but but I think this is the thing that like some guys have learned what the new thing is 
It's mm. like his eyebrows are the new thing. And yes. he just learnt this and he's like, oh, this will get me in with the ladies. I notice eyebrows and the effort that's put into them. I am automatically like skeptical of any guy who, any guy who's like really into feminism, I'm like, eh, not totally sure I believe you. I feel like you're trying to win points. Any guy who, when they do post photos of their pets, I like really need like, is this a, an organic like moment that you're showing me? Or are you trying to win me over with this animal? Because, you know, right now, pets are big. Yeah, um, it works for me. <laughs> there have been, like, like, sometimes I will go on dating apps to look at people's pets. <laughs> so that would cute. be good. Arrange a meetup with just the pet. That really would be funny. Like if the guy tries to come, you sincerely are like, no, did you think I was joking? Like we're done. It's just me and Sparky. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I kind of have like been talking to a guy about just like meeting up with <laughs> his dog just because the dog is so cute. <laughs> oh my God. There, Yeah. When I was on Tinder, I did talk to one guy about his cat. The cat was really cute. The guy truly not for me he really wasn't but it was good because all he wanted to talk about was his cat anyway it was very very odd I guess he knew what he had but um I don't know get a lot of weirdos out there I mean that kind of sounds like the perfect guy for you (laughs) (laughs) okay guy with eyebrow piercing or guy with multiple earrings uh okay definitely not when when we talk about earrings we're not talking about the plugs though no. Okay. Uh, then multiple piercings because the eyebrow thing, no. Okay. It's just so, grow up. So what I'm <laughs> hearing, what I'm imagining in the ears is our hoops, multiple hoops, like pretty much going down little silver hoops. Are you okay with that? How many hoops are we talking? <laughs> Five to six. I can deal with that. But the eyebrow okay. thing, no. It's a, yeah you got that done when you were like 15 right exactly yeah I I could handle it then but at this point you're too out of touch there are things that at least for me even though they seem superficial like a um, a surface level fashion issue can be a huge statement of your personality yeah uh, I found out um, this weekend that the guy that I went on a date with he has a nipple piercing and I'm like oh that's interesting didn't notice that <laughs> in your wow. photo before but okay uh and- that's like bordering on red flag I would need to ask questions about like what made you get this what's if there's any level of like, oh, I thought it'd be kind of funny or something I can handle, or I went to a place with my friend who was getting something, so I just got whatever. I didn't want something on my face. Maybe I could handle that. I had a friend who dated a guy with a penis piercing or whatever. That's a major red flag. That's that's like, he's showing this thing off. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, you get that for an audience. Right, exactly. And he did show us all one day. I do recall it was like a neon green something definitely putting on a show I feel like it's like for rave purposes or something but the thing was the the piercing was so like it was just like a bar it's not like an actual ring because if it was an actual ring I would be terrified I would accidentally like 
Absolutely. Yeah. Rip it off. And I, I don't know how people decide on the nipple ring for me. I can't even imagine how much that would hurt. I maybe other people have a different situation, but to me, that seems like the worst thing I could imagine. Yeah, but some guys, especially like their nipples, are like have no sensitivity at all, and they yeah. don't care. So I'm guessing that was the situation for him. But I don't. Yeah, I think I asked him, and he just said he always wanted it done, and then just got it done. I'm like, okay. He also had another piercing, the one like there. And the ear, okay. I don't know what it's called. But, like, I'm also weird about piercings that I don't have any. Like, I don't ever have my ears pierced. Like, I had them done at one point, but I found it too disgusting. The idea of metal going through my skin kind of thing. And, like, any time I tried to change it, it was just, like, I would be gagging. It was just not. Okay. Are you a jewelry person? Or, do you like, in general, do you have an issue with metals? Uh, no, not really. Like I do like jewelry, but I always forget to put it on is the main thing. But I do have like the, um, arm implant for birth control and like just touching that is so, so disgusting. Oh, really? Like it's, it's something under your skin and I, I want to like get it out. But so I have to just ignore it all the time because like anytime like I touch it I'm like oh no that's wrong shouldn't be there (laughs) okay and you did have a a very like visceral reaction to the uh the plugs also you said like you know the guys that wait so that's a big no oh definitely yeah that's definitely a swipe left oh interesting so is that because it grosses you out or just doesn't look good both okay like interesting I mean like at what point are you going to take them out (laughs) and then what's it going to look like when you do it's not yeah it's not cute (laughs) so judgmental (laughs) guy in cargo shorts guy in jean shorts cargo I would like oh you like the cargo shorts like the cargo shorts can deal with the cargo shorts jean shorts no Especially, like, it depends on the color and the wash of the jeans to me. Like, Sean will wear, like, black jean shorts, and I'm like, that's fine. They're, like, cut, so they're not, you know, and they're, like, made as shorts. They look a little weirder, but these look like, oh, they're cutoffs. So they're fine to me, but um, for a long time, I definitely had a no shorts whatsoever rule. Really? Oh, they're, yeah. I just find them embarrassing, and then it's like, what shoes do you wear with them? They're very... um unmasculine <laughs> not that I care about masculine guys but they're also like it's like dorky maybe is the be- better way to describe I don't know. yeah I, I suppose because it's just so normal here to have guys in shorts so it doesn't really bother me that much like jean okay. shorts are not really I don't really see guys with jean shorts around here okay I think, they're but... probably too hot yeah because really why are we getting a jean involved with shorts? Do you want to be cool or not? You yeah. know, but then the guys are wearing like um, thongs. I mean, uh, flip, sorry, flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do you think about the shoe choices then with the shorts? Do you have any issue with those? I mean, the wearing the flip flops is definitely like boganish, which, um, oh God, uh, well, they'd be like hillbilly ish, I guess. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think of another word, like trailer trash, maybe. I don't know. 
what okay. your equivalent of bogan is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rather than have, um, you know, sneakers or something like that. Yeah, right. You can just get some get some sort of slip-ons, guys. We don't need we don't need the sandals. Or- as long as it's not socks and sandals. I don't know who would even want that because the whole point of the sandals is to keep your foot cool. So we're getting socks involved. I don't know what I don't, what you're thinking. I do not understand the that concept at all. It it boggles my mind that people do that. I, Especially when they have to create the little slot for like the flip flop to go into to where it's separating the big toe and the others. Because I can almost understand maybe like a Birkenstock with the sock. It's not so crazy because your toes are still together. Yes. But you know what I mean? That, that just seems like a, a thing where you have to like go outside to get the paper or something. <laughs> that should only yeah. be like within the bounds of your property that you should ever do that absolutely and this should be an emergency situation you have a murderer broken the fire alarms going off something like this your dog is running down the street will be killed if you don't chase after him exactly okay guy who doesn't speak to his mom or guy who calls his mom mommy Ooh. uh No, mommy is just, no, that's just creepy. (laughs) He wants to fuck his mom. Or his mom. I feel like the moms are often just like my son is a precious little prince. When the boys are too close to their mom, I'm like, oh God, he's going to be a fucking monster. Yeah. I don't want to fight with mom. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Any guys that are like mom comes first. Or like, if my mom doesn't like a girl, I can't date her. I'm like, well, you should know what good qualities are. And if, you know, when when moms just arbitrarily don't like the girlfriend or it's because, you know, they want to fuck their son, that whole thing. Yeah, it's mostly that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to don't want any of those overly attached situations. Mm -hmm. Okay. Guy with a tattoo that says only God can judge me. Or guy with the tattoo of the Tasmanian devil. I would like the Tasmanian devil. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I I would probably prefer like the funny tattoo as opposed to like, I'm so fucking deep. Well, and you have to wonder what only God can judge me means. You're like, oh no, what are people judging you for? You know what I mean? Like, what kind of stuff are you getting into that you're afraid of this, like, being persecuted or whatever? Like, selling drugs or what? What's your deal? Yeah, it's probably, it's it's almost like the equivalent of just saying, it. don't hate me if I'm too honest. And it just means I'm an asshole. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> and the Tasmanian devil, I, if it is like a sense of humor thing, I I like that all right too, but if you really strongly identify with Taz and you're like serious, I can't. That's that's a tough. tough yeah, to I, I assume that tattoo. There would be some sort of story behind it. I hope so, but if it's just like, this is my boy, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, okay, Taz is my boy. What do you like 
in men. What are you attracted to? What are you interested in? A large penis. <laughs> Good answer. Okay, mm. moving on. <laughs> That's it. That's every requirement. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so do you do you want to see it beforehand? Is that how? No, oh, God, no. <laughs> I mean, well, maybe. You just roll the dice. <laughs> If I'm like iffy about them, <laughs> maybe give me a preview. I don't know. I don't like. I mean, I don't want to be like horrified when I <laughs> unwrap. Right? <laughs> have you ever been? Have you ever been like, oh, should have been warned about this? Uh no, I don't think so. Like, I think sometimes I assumed it might have been bigger, but it, then it wasn't, and I'm like, okay, it's still decent. Okay. I haven't come across any micro penises. I know they like. I feel like the internet or whatever makes it sound like those are like running rampant no, around no. the world. <laughs> You're like, how common is this? But maybe those guys are just staying home. You know. Well, what do you like in personality, Alana? To get away from the penis. Mm, that's my favorite part. Um, <laughs> oh, look, need to make me laugh. They have to. So I can date you, Valerie, because oh, good. But you don't have a penis, so oh. okay. but I could buy a really big one. You could. then I have a choice, right? Yeah, <laughs> that makes it easy. Yeah, makes me laugh. Is affectionate. Attractive is quite a bonus. Yeah, I think kind of that. I mean, if they've got a, a very cute dog as well, that does help. <laughs> not kidding it really does help makes it harder to leave yeah you know guys have to think about these things how do you how do you keep her after you reel her in exactly like I, I could get just attached to the dog and then just not want to end the relationship because of it. don't take access away <laughs> <laughs> the day the dog dies you're like all right i'm out of here yeah <laughs> So have you ever looked into like love languages? I think I did take that test thing once and I can't remember what I, what my thing was. I think it might've been like quality time and something else. You mentioned affection. So I'm thinking maybe the physical affection part is big for you. What about words of affirmation or whatever? Is that something that means a lot to you oh yeah I need to be constantly reassured <laughs> please tell me you love me constantly <laughs> have you ever had like are you usually able to achieve that to get with guys and like let them know your needs and then they're like okay yeah like do you usually get pretty close to what you want uh no I always pick the worst <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm terrible at picking partners. No, I have a, a fear of abandonment. Okay. So what I'm actually attracted to is guys who are not really available and, yeah, will not really commit or something. So then, like, when they do act this way, it kind of, like, reaffirms like my whole abandonment issue and it's just like a vicious cycle or like I'll do stuff that pushes them away. And that is also like, you know, 
self-fulfilling prophecy of like, oh, they're going to leave me. They're going to leave me. And then I just start acting like that. And then they're like, yeah, I can't stand this. I'm going to leave. <laughs> so you, you have to have that uh, questioning of if they're going to leave. Like, have you ever had a guy who just was crazy about you and you felt like he won't abandon me? No. <laughs> <laughs> they're all going to leave. They're all going to leave. <laughs> Uh, Valerie, okay. I'm single. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would have been wrong. I mean, he would have abandoned you eventually. But... <laughs> I own it. You know, but I'm trying to, you know, learn and just try and, uh, you know, when he says he loves me, I try and believe it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have to... Did you ever see a therapist for that sort of thing? Did yeah, that's you have how to, I figured like, it out. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is why I do that. Oh, yeah. But I, <laughs> but I don't know why I have a fear of abandonment, though. Like, because, like, usually it's, well, it's sometimes connected to, like, your childhood of, like, being abandoned or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, no, I didn't have that. I'm like, I got lost in a mall once when I was little, but <laughs> not. Did you ever have people, like, die suddenly like anything like that family members legitimately I've had I've maybe been to like one funeral funeral of a family member oh wow my entire life everyone's still alive which means I am like due for so many dead (laughs) (laughs) they're all gonna die in the same week I mean (laughs) like my grandfather uh great uncle and great-grandfather apparently all died within a span of like 18 months but I was like three at the time so I don't really Mm -hmm. like remember and so unless that's it and I was just like really attached to them but I I don't know yeah that is actually the toughest stuff when you have like some sort of crazy trauma when you're like an infant because like they say babies like taken everything so like if there's like domestic violence in the home or something you think oh the baby doesn't know it's like well they're the one who's like learning a language you know what I mean like they're they're the sponge so they're probably taking on more than any of your other kids they just will never be able to tell you about it we both like a lot of pop music Mm -hmm. from the 90s 2000s I don't know I say everything's from the 90s but I really don't know so I would like to ask you I'm gonna I'm gonna name some bands and if you can sing me a song from them sing just (laughs) just right off the top of your head tell me one of their songs (laughs) bewitched Sailor <laughs> I don't want to sing. <laughs> you can't sing it? Oh my god. Come on, Alana. Uh, you love to sing. I do lip syncing videos. <laughs> oh, that's singing. true. Okay, that's true. Because I know that you and a few other people are very good singers, and I don't want to embarrass myself by oh. putting that on video. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll let you just say the names. Okay, so for Bewish, you said Say La B, yeah, right? Say La B, Blame It on the Weatherman, uh, a whole bunch of other ones as well. God, wow. <sighs> so you are very familiar with Bewitched. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. All right. Aqua. Barbie girl, Dr. Jones. Uh, that one song that was like really serious that was for the sliding doors movie. Turn back time. That's the one. I don't know if I know that one. Oh yeah. That one actually was not bad. Yeah. But it was just just really weird that they did that. Like they had all these like kids songs and then it was like, woo. Yes. Well, and they're like the kiddiness compared, like uh, Barbie girl is like, who will like it, but kids, I guess, but some of it is also too inappropriate for kids. They were kind of a confusing band a little bit. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Dr. Jones. That that song is so horrible. Just in general, Aqua is really, really bad. I think partially because they have a bit of that like evanescence thing happening where the guy sings and it's just her voice. And then his voice is like very yeah. comically deep. I don't even think he's singing. <laughs> yeah, he's just talking. <laughs> Baby, I am missing you. And I hope you miss me too. Come back and stay. <laughs> See, a beautiful duet we just made together. <laughs> o Town. Do not know. Don't know O Town. Okay, I wasn't sure if that was too much. I do remember watching a mtv series and one of the guys from o-town and he had like a bitchy wife and they named their kid lyric that's right i believe his name is ashley parker angel yes that's the one (laughs) (laughs) gosh and i forgot that he was in that band and i forgot that they tried to make him more of a celebrity than he ever had any right to be (laughs) It wasn't O-Town like a, um, it was like a made band. Yes. Making the band, I think, is what they were from. And then they did have, I think, just the one radio hit that's I Want It All or Nothing At All. I don't even know that one. And then the Ashley Parker Angel song was Let Me Go, I think. And that song's actually pretty good. All right, Ashley. All right. Tattoo. Oh, yeah. Uh, all the things she said, they're not going to get us. I think that was all. <laughs> were they purely just the gimmick to like, they were lesbians was their whole thing, right? They were lovers or something. Yeah. Allegedly. But apparently in like, you know, a few years ago, I think they got back together for like, you know, some event or something. And it was like, no, 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 it was just, we weren't, we weren't lesbians. It was just like, you know, a marketing thing. But also now, like, you know, Russia, you're not allowed to be gay too. So (laughs) (laughs) that was probably another reason why they're like, oh yeah, definitely not. No, we we weren't into each other (laughs) at all. We just, you know. (laughs) I could definitely see that happening though of like, the record label just pushing this like it's really hot when girls kiss so so we were thinking you guys could do that mm-hmm. yeah because they were just making out in that video right or it was some they were wet yes it was they were wet it and was singing. in the I don't... rain 
uh, <laughs> there was like a chain link fence. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's I, it. That's all right. I got. It was like uh, like a line of like people in like trench coats holding umbrellas, just looking at them um, behind the uh, the fence <laughs> while they're like you know in their school uniforms drenched oh sure and yeah, like making out we've all been there yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they already had like the voyeurism aspect in the video they were like it's okay to watch them kiss yeah. all these people in trench coats are doing it yeah but like, that's what they they expect no they're judging their love <gasps> oh oh that's fucked they're, up they're not okay. gonna get us oh wow <laughs> Okay, well, they were teaching us some important stuff then. I didn't even know. Yeah. I was too stupid to know. Five. <laughs> I love Five. Five was probably my favorite boy band. Um, oh, really? Yeah. It, it, was my, it was the first concert I ever went to. Um, and it was just amazing. And I love, I still listen to them frequently it, really? it just comes up all the time I just... <laughs> who was your favorite um probably Richie <laughs> Richie Although, I think is that that's the dark-haired one that wasn't abs right no that was Scott Scott son of a bitch yeah. all right I'm gonna google no, Richie everyone loves I think everyone was into Scott and no Richie was the one with like you know the, the oh, like light brown hair, like the more girly feminine one. <laughs> okay. And then I learned that he moved to Australia uh, like several years ago, and opened a like a bar in Sydney, and then got married to an Australian. And then I think he uh, there was some domestic abuse that happened, and she got a restraining order against him. I'm like, ooh, this is not wow. nice. And then he went back to England. And then he married a woman who already has three kids by three different fathers. Who was wow? I think in maybe Atomic Kitten. I think. Okay. Yeah. That's very bizarre. What a bizarre story. Why do I know all this? <laughs> <laughs> Even keeping tabs on him, I assume you found out he was in Australia. You were like, um, the second that marriage breaks up, mm -hmm. but I'm going for it until the DV, of course. That's not well. The thing was that they did a reunion tour, like I think it was like seven years ago, but it was like a reality show reunion tour thing. And so, like, you got mm -hmm. to see how their lives were going, and uh, yeah, that was that was um, it was really kind of sad to be honest. <laughs> Yeah. Like they, they finally, like it was all these other bands as well that um, did the tour, like just people from, you know, bands that had broken up back in the early 2000s. And then, um, yeah, they did that. And it was just kind of sad because like some of them were like, oh, yeah, let's let's keep making music, guys. And others were like, <laughs> no, we this was just fun. This, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> we have lives we need to get back to. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So that tells you like some of them before they were leaving the house, they were like telling their wife or whatever, like this could be it. Yeah. This could be what changes our lives. Like, <laughs> we, no, it's get not. Get the band back together. 
<laughs> we're going to be as famous as we were when <laughs> we were right. Were there any other memorable updates from these band members? Um, well, Jay refused to do it. Okay, is he the eyebrow piercing guy? Yes. Okay, yeah, he's the rebel, so definitely <laughs> on brand. He was like super angry and apparently like caused a lot of fights for the band and uh yeah when they approached him he was like no nah, I don't want to do it and then they had like an interview with him and he's like turned his life around he's like no it was just toxic and I don't want to do this and like can't believe what all the other guys were saying like well I didn't even watch it because you know I, I don't watch tv so I'm like oh god he said that I'm like oh fuck you wow so he's really he's recovered from his tv addiction is what I'm hearing yeah and yeah so. but yeah it was sad it's like yeah. it's also like sad when I see like s club seven and <laughs> they all left and it's just uh, I think it's like Joe, Bradley, and the other one, Paul. Like, so it's like S Club Three at the moment, and they're just like <laughs> all out of shape, and <laughs> it, it looks it looks so bad because like they would just kind of dance around, like do like really basic moves, and then they would have like backup dancers doing all these, like woo, here we are, <laughs> and they would. It'd be like struggling to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> no, the backup dancers can't be more impressive than you are. Although I guess that is often the way it is. The backup dancers and the backup singers are often way better than yeah. the stars. But that's the thing though, because like back in the day, it was the whole, they were the whole package. They had to do all of it, the dancing and stuff. Like obviously it was all, you know, um, uh, lip syncing, the the dancing that they had to do there was like no way they could actually sound like that and when are you going to see them I assume <laughs> that's happening <laughs> I was devastated to learn that I had I was overseas at the time that um five were going to be back in Australia so I missed out and I'll never forgive myself that was the reunion seven years ago when they came here I thought, and you missed it? Yeah, it might have been six years ago or something. But, yeah, no, they definitely had one. And I was, uh, yeah, overseas at the time. So That almost feels deliberate. Like they were trying to avoid you or something. Maybe they were. I don't know. I'm just, I'm wondering if you had more of a connection with Richie than you were willing to admit earlier. Look, I'm not going to say nothing happened. Like when I was, you know like 10 years old and he uh I saw him on stage in his silver sparkly outfit and he definitely winked at me so he probably saw that crazed look in your eye and knew he couldn't come back yeah I mean I was holding a sign saying I will kill you (laughs) you don't see enough of those when you see the kids screaming for the band's attention. You don't see enough of the homicidal signs, but you know they're there. Oh, yeah. I'm not even going to say I had Spice Girls. That's too easy. Oh, yeah, Come right. on. Way too easy. Evan and Jaren. Never heard of them. I guess there's just two. It's not a lot to choose from, really. You need at least five members in a boy band to really 
appeal to all different types of girls. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, you need the different personalities. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> and so you, how would you describe Richie? Like, is that usually the type you go for? What would be maybe the more wholesome type in the group? Um, possibly. I think he just had the same haircut as a boy that I liked at school. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, That'll do it every time. I feel like that was the, it was kind of the Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Devin Sawa, uh, Brad Renfro. <laughs> that was the, yeah, the guys, JTT. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. But I was also, wow. also like obsessed with Hanson. So they were, Oh really? They were my favorite and I love them. And I did get the chance to see them when I was an adult. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I saw them, uh, oh, I can't remember, like a few years ago. And they were just amazing. And um, I will love them forever. Okay. I do. You know what? I remember having a conversation once with a girl on Live Journal when I was like 15. And she was like, no, Hanson's like legitimately really good. They're great lyricists and songwriters and their, their discography is, you know, unmatched. And I, I still have not, I only know the Mbop. I really think that's the only song I've ever heard and maybe, but would you agree? Do you think they're like legitimately good or is it more of a nostalgia thing? No, they're actually legitimately good. I've heard some of their latest stuff as well and it is actually really good. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Is it? Does it feel like pop music or how would you classify it? Yeah, I mean, it is, it's definitely pop, but it's more, it's not like heavily like synthesized or anything like that it's like it's Mm. it's lighter I think in a way okay I'm really I cannot think of a word to describe it (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna drink some more coffee (laughs) (laughs) so you do think I should get into Hanson now though now's my time um I don't know Oh, wow. Now you're trying to discourage me. Okay. Because oh, I just think that, because I don't want you to not like them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then judge you for liking them. Yeah. That's why I don't really like tell people. Well, I, actually, to be quite honest, I just don't listen to much music anymore. Like I used to be obsessed with music and I it just, music is my life. Uh, <laughs> and then it just, uh, I just kind of just stopped and yeah. Mm -hmm. same I don't I don't really listen to music and generally like when I do it's some whatever I liked the last time I did listen to music 15 years ago or something oh yeah I'm still going through an emo phase (laughs) that's never gonna end no (laughs) I'm like a teenager still my music tastes are like I'm a child Yeah, absolutely. I actually just did listen to the band Bayside for the first time. And they are some sort of, I really don't know how you'd classify them, but something that I would have listened to when I was 16 or something. It turns out I still like the same thing. So I feel like we all, I don't know, we get stuck in these, like whatever we liked at the time that we liked stuff the most is always what we're going to like is how, how it feels. Now, when I listen to like newer music, I can think of maybe like three songs that I've liked 
within the last 10 years or something. I try sometimes. I'll listen to a bunch of songs. And I go, nope, all of this sucks. <laughs> I just don't like anything unless it's an uh, emo from the 2000s or whatever. Yeah, that's just my jams. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much, though. Like, I, I, But I don't know if that's now just kind of nostalgia thing, though. Yes, it's impossible to tell. You're like, is this actually good or is it just nostalgia? It's absolutely impossible to tell. Yeah, it's not fair. I want to know. But I'm also like, <laughs> like if I try and listen to like the bands that are still around their stuff now, I'm like, no, it's it's just not the same. So then I kind of think maybe it is nostalgia or the band has just gone and grown up when I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes they also try to just go with whatever is popular. So they kind of change with the times and it's not necessarily an organic change because I can appreciate natural growth in a band, but. Cause I always, I always think about Skrillex and I'm like, he's so, <laughs> so fucking weird that he was like in from first to last. And he was like basically doing screamo and then he changed and, is doing all this like techno shit i mean maybe that was his real interest the whole time and he just didn't know it i definitely had i feel like when i was younger I, I didn't know what i liked i would listen to stuff that other people liked and i'd go do i like this i guess it's fine if it's really for you like you'll know you don't have to force it yeah because i do remember reading an article in alternative press at the time where he's like, yeah, my guilty pleasure is like techno music. And I'm like, oh, that seems oh. weird. And then when it all like came together, I'm like, oh, okay. The band was holding him back. They were. <laughs> I think they're still trying to do shit and just not. Oh, it. really? Yeah, I think like a few years ago, they got him back for a single or something. But the... Uh, I don't think it did so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if people want that crossover. Yeah. What are your favorite bands of all time? Oh, well, uh, um, Taking Back Sunday was my favorite emo band because I loved their lead singer, Adam Lazara. He was just hot, so I had to love him. And then I love a band called Isley, which is okay. a bunch of... It's like a family band of like three sisters, a brother and a cousin. And they just sing these beautiful like fantasy kind of songs, like breakup songs and their harmonies are amazing. I was at a Taking Back Sunday concert when I, um, they were a, uh, a uh, support band. And oh, that was like okay. one of those moments where like they were singing and I'm like, oh my God. Like I was feeling such emotion, like this band I'd never heard of before. And then these girls were singing, I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like I, like I, I was tearing up. They were just so beautiful. And I'm like, I've never had that before. And so I've been stalking them <laughs> on like social media for uh, like 12 actually probably like 14 years now and like they've, wow. they've all like had children and now I'm watching their kids grow up and it's a it's a very <laughs> weird thing but um one of them has uh like now has her own like solo project and that 
it's really good and probably the actual only thing I listen to now. So her solo thing is called Sucre, which is French for sweet. Oh, nice. Mm. Okay. And I like, like, I loved a lot of the pop punk kind of ones at that time. Like Blink-182 and Alphaline Trio or like what would be your pop punk choices? Probably, you know, like Fall Out Boy and Panic at the Disco and uh, The Academy Is, uh, Paramore, mm-hmm. all that junk. Did you like Hello, Goodbye? Yes, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> I love them so much. They were just so, it was just oh, the dancing alone. <laughs> yeah, I liked all those bands too. They were um I don't know. There was definitely a really big moment for Fall Out Boy, Panic the Disco, the Academy is, and Hello Goodbye. Yeah. So you still are listening to that stuff? Occasionally. But when I do listen to music, yeah, it's just the stuff that I love. There was definitely the feeling that I would be standing in the crowd and then the guy would see me and then just fall in love. <laughs> like... Every concert I went to, it was just like in the back of my mind, like, yep, they're going to see me and fall in love with this like chubby, insecure teenager with a <laughs> a hoodie with uh, holes cut in the sleeves for my thumbs. <laughs> oh, yes. That'll do it. They'll be like, whoa, are those her thumbs? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever meet any of the guys from these bands? No, I don't think I did because I'm also very impatient with waiting and I couldn't be bothered waiting around (laughs) to try and meet them yeah it probably would be hours most of the time especially with like I mean fallout boy really have huge followings like I can't imagine like how long you have to wait but that's the thing even with the smaller um kind of uh bands that were like playing playing smaller venues and stuff I'm like oh yeah no I still can't be bothered (laughs) (laughs) like I love them they are my life but oh I'm not waiting around (laughs) I gotta go home. Yeah, like, got things to do. I miss my train. <laughs> I've been standing <laughs> up for like three hours now. I want to sit down. <laughs> I went into the mosh pit, and now I'm all sweaty and gross, and smell bad because other guys sweat and <laughs> onto me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't make a great first impression. Yeah. <laughs> you also are a fan of the band silver chair so what i want us to do now is look at the songs on their albums and i want you to decide your two favorite songs from each album and i will do the same okay and then we're gonna compare okay oh fuck now i just want to listen to silver chair I have to say, I don't really know the Frog Stomp album. I don't know if I've ever even listened to that. And the Freak Show one literally just remembered it existed from looking at this. So I can't, for me, I can't say favorites from those because I really don't. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, really, my favorite album was probably Diorama. Me too. But let's let's start with Neon Ballroom. Mm-hmm. Oh, I miss you, love. Miss You Love is going to be one of them? Yeah. Yeah, that one's amazing. Oh, and probably Anna's song. The singer did struggle with anorexia, right? And that's what it's about? Okay. That's why Anna is spelled A-N-A. I would say my two favorites are 
Black Tangled Heart and Emotion Sickness. I do like Emotion Sickness. God, I love all the clever names. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Miss You Love, I think it's like the first song. That was when I fell in love with them, was hearing that song. My friend had the album just playing where we were like going to sleep at his house and that song came on and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And I just was a fan of life after that. <laughs> I, think, I think that's one of those songs where I like, I, if I'm in a mood, I'm, I may cry if I hear it. I think I, I even just watched like the video clip for it and I just cried. And I don't even think it was like a really like sad uh, video clip for it, but I just... I don't know, it just, it always hits me. It does have, he like really, he's very effective at getting emotion across in general, but like that song is like definitely one of their most just sincerely, softly emotional. I, I, I kind of want to give you a hug now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, if only. Oh, why does it have to be an ocean between us and a fucking pandemic? <laughs> oh, fucked up. I'm not allowed to leave the country. All <laughs> All Australian citizens and residents are um, banned from leaving the country. And you were probably wanting to leave. Yeah, so I could find foreigners that I could date <laughs> and fall in love with so they can leave me. See? It all comes together. That's true, yeah. Dating people who live far away. Uh -huh. see, see, yeah, see. that does make sense. Uh -huh. Okay. Yep. So where have you gone? Where have you traveled to? Um, mainly, well, I mean, not really anywhere exotic, to be quite honest. I mean, like, I did a Kentucky tour of Europe when I was, uh, like, 19. And uh, so I went around, like, Western Europe and did, like, you know, uh, Italy, France, uh, Amsterdam, um, Germany, Austria, but that that was like all in a two week period, so it was like okay, it's not like I really experienced the whole thing, and then just mainly back, like my sister lives in London, so I've been to okay. the UK a few times, and I've been up to Edinburgh to visit a boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, he had an accent, so <laughs> I fell in love with him, and then you know over to America a couple of times but that was just mainly LA and then up to Oregon for some special reason <laughs> but you know okay so so you didn't find anyone to date when you went to when you were 19 and you traveled all over no 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 I uh, I might have hooked up with someone on the tour but I was so drunk I don't know if it <laughs> actually happened or not oh wow okay. I had some people saying they thought I did but I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> you're like how cute was he then I'll decide is this true or not very cute okay yes mm. it happened <laughs> yeah but I was also like I was 19 and I was like inexperienced and all these people were like a lot of them were like uh, uh, like in their late 20s so kind mm -hmm. of like yeah it just felt weird and like they were, yeah I, f I found it weird that like 
there were like a few couples that were this was their honeymoon. Oh wow. And they were just like, you know, hanging out with like a bunch of like young single people that probably just, you know, weren't the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, weird choice for your honeymoon. I wonder if it was just like was it fairly affordable? Yeah. So maybe they were just like, you know what, whatever, I trust you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we can get through this, <laughs> we can get through anything. Like, honey, I'm going to take us all over Europe <laughs> with like <laughs> several other people. <laughs> oh, my God. Romantic. Yeah. Uh, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Let's all get in this gondola in Venice with the rest of our tour group. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you guys really do that? Yeah. That sounds insane. <laughs> Just a group of people like riding this romantic little mm-hmm. little boat. Mm-hmm. No, it was love. Love being on other people's honeymoons. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just trying to tear their marriage apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just trying to seduce their husband. <laughs> I'll put this marriage to the test. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, it'd be helping. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's jump to Young Modern. What are your favorites on Young Modern? Reflections of a Sound. Uh, I mean, Straight Lines was just a really good song. Or maybe Mind Reader. Yes, Reflections of a Sound. That was going to be one of my top ones, but then I'm like, I wait. Waiting all day has got to be. I love that one so much. And then it is between low and those thieving birds which i think it has to be that one that's kind of um cheating because it's like those two songs oh. kind of put together but whatever so then i'm a cheater well i mean it's, it's a seven minute song <laughs> i know <laughs> i do love this album though and it's like i think they're a good example of a band that has changed a lot but it feels organic to me it feels like you know at least daniel changed as a musician the other guys might just be along for the ride i don't know (laughs) yeah probably right but i really like the way that they evolve yeah they were good i love them and then favorites on diorama oh my god a whole album. <laughs> oh, that I get back. Uh, oh, it's so it's too hard to choose. I mean, love your life. Mm. I do love that. Across the night is amazing. Without you, oh, oh there's too yeah. many good ones, Valerie. I think probably love your life. Maybe one of my favorites. I really, I'm so gonna listen to it. so much silver chair after this. <laughs> You have to. <laughs> this is so good. Yeah, absolutely. Across the Night, that's definitely one of my favorites. I love that song so much. One of my biggest regrets is not buying the merch from Diorama. They had like a pillowcase that said like Across the Night on it or something like that. And just one of my biggest regrets not getting that. I feel um, like, like when I hear it, I like kind of just feel like swaying. Yes. <laughs> Across the Night. you have to sing along even though you can't really you know he's like he's doing too much vocally i can't i can't do that (laughs) it really is all over the place 
<laughs> and then my favorite thing. I think yeah. my other one. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Right, it does create a swaying effect. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is what we'll do if we ever meet in person. We'll just like sit in a car and listen to all the silver jar albums, just sing along. Yeah. Done. <laughs> That's gonna be yes. our date. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you love your dog okay. very much. Okay. I want you to describe your dog's personality to me. Um evil <laughs> okay good no he's cheeky playful sweet just but he has like ADD unmedicated <laughs> and what kind of dog is he? he's a Jack Russell okay that's what I thought yeah I always wanted a Jack Russell um ever since I saw the movie The Mask and he had little Milo in that. And uh, I just, that dog was just so cute to me. And I just, I always wanted one. And then for my 21st birthday, I was given my little Jasper. Um, Aww. I always, I always think about it now. I'm like, oh, maybe I should have named him Milo. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, maybe I don't want to be that obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone would remember the name of the dog from the mask, but you. (laughs) Everyone knew that. It is. No, it's not. I remember the dog. The name does not at all. That doesn't sound right at all. I guess because there's already a Milo and Otis. I'm like, Milo has its place. That's true. In movies already. It's not in the mask. (laughs) I think I remember watching Milo and Otis and thinking, why the hell am I watching this? This isn't good. (laughs) <laughs> Even as a child, but I remember watching it multiple times. Definitely. I feel like parts of it are good that I can't watch now because, you know, they revealed all the animals died or whatever. But there were parts of it that were very cute. And then it was so boring. Like the first five minutes, adorable. And then it's just horrific. And I feel like there's so many kids movies like that. Like when I tried to watch Land Before Time, very good. So boring. Mm. I don't know. How do they get away with this? I know. I think like with the Disney movies though, I do like the classic, you know, um, Cinderella and um, Beauty and the Beast and things like that. I will watch them when I am sick. Mm. as like a comfort thing. Um, and it's cause I've also watched them so many times that I don't have to think. Yeah. But like, they're not, oh, I'm technically not really being entertained by them. <laughs> Although Beauty and the Beast probably I am because, you know, be our guest and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The songs are really good. Really in most of them, the songs are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, I think that's the best thing when you're sick is just to watch something you've seen a thousand times and just feel soothed. Mm-hmm. I watched Princess Bride as well. Oh, okay. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. I watched it for the first time. It was in our um, eighth grade English class. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know why we were doing that movie, but uh, yeah, <laughs> for some reason, that's what we did. And I fell in love with it. I'm like, oh, wow, this is actually a good movie. And then, uh, yeah, I bought it and I've loved it ever since. And I've watched it many, 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 many times. Oh, well, thank you, teacher, for somehow shoehorning the Princess Bride into your material. Like that's... I do remember the teacher was pretty psyched about it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's just found a way to show everyone his favorite movie. Yeah. That's what I, I should do with my therapy clients, except it's the movie Scream. I'm like, look, this is really important <laughs> to your emotional growth. <laughs> yeah, just terrifying. Don't turn away. Watch. Watch it. <laughs> Poor children. You need to get therapy. After speaking about yeah. therapy, oh, no <laughs> therapy for the therapy. <laughs> so your dog does seem like a little silly Billy, like very energetic kind of guy. Yeah, he is. He's eleven years old, yet um, has the energy wow. of a fucking puppy. You need attention all the time. Uh, his favorite game is fetch, and we have to play that. Constantly. <laughs> we, he has a favorite kind of ball that he likes. It's a spiky ball. It needs to be one of them. Um, he doesn't like any other like tennis balls or things like that. So we have to buy multiple of those balls. So um, he's happy. And uh, basically what we do every evening is uh, like he's an outside dog, but we bring him in in the evening. And for... Uh, a long time we uh, have to play fetch and just throw the ball down the hall and there are lots of uh like little red marks all down the hallway of because like my mom and I are terrible at throwing um (laughs) so they hit the wall a lot and so there's just like all these like little red marks from where the ball has like like even on the ceiling it's just stained (laughs) with like little red marks of us uh being bad shots (laughs) <laughs> but he doesn't get bored he doesn't get bored yeah. does he tear the balls apart is he like kind, going crazy on kind them? of uh they all come with a squeaker in them okay uh, that usually lasts a day <laughs> really yeah. okay so he's very 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 into these yeah it's his thing and for some reason he'll get like he'll kind of destroy them and then like in our backyard there's like so many just like little red balls that are just like not used anymore and we were freaking out the other month because we couldn't find any red ones and so we're like oh fuck let's hope he likes this blue one it's still the same brand and everything and thankfully he has taken to it but we were we were pretty scared (laughs) wow so it's the color too or at least as far as you knew that was part of the deal yeah wow yeah so if you like throw a tennis ball is he just not even going after it yeah not interested that's hilarious. Yeah. Wow. He's a little weirdo. Yeah, he'll also cry if you hold on to the ball for too long without throwing it. Because <laughs> he's ready. Yeah. Come on. Or if you throw it in a direction he was not um, anticipating. Yeah, you hear him like go. <laughs> <laughs> While he's like scampering. <laughs> Such a little bit. I kind of hoped he would, you know, settle down and then kind of become a lap dog and could just like make yeah. do that. No, 
At 11, I am shocked yeah. he still has that much energy. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking maybe I should just like break his legs or something. <laughs> yes, perfect idea. Is Wishbone a Jack Russell Terrier? Are you familiar with Wishbone? No, I don't know. What Wishbone? Okay. It's a, just a very cute kids show on um, PBS about a little dog who's like, I think he's a I don't think he's a detective. I think he just, they tell stories like famous stories and he's the main character. So they dress him up like Oliver Twist or whatever, and then tell the story, but with him and it's just the cutest. (laughs) But yeah, your dog maybe could have had a, like he could have been on TV, you know? Yeah. He could have made something of himself. Like the dog from Frasier. Yes, absolutely. He was a little I met him once. <gasps> I know. Pretty big deal at Universal Studios. Wow. He was there. They claimed, and I was like, how would I know if this is just some other Jack Russell Terry? Exactly. <laughs> like, those, you know, Jack Russell's uh, in a few, like, movies and stuff. Wasn't the, um, what was that one that was, like, really famous from, like, a few years ago? Was he in, was he the one in the silent movie? Oh, the artist yeah. was there. I, th- I think the real name of the dog was like Uggy or something. That's cruel. <laughs> Uggy. Maybe it was Augie or something. I don't know. Okay. That's a little better because <laughs> that dog is going to, he's going to walk out of, of set. You know, if you're calling him Uggy all day, I don't think he's going to. I always love when they have dog actors on TV shows and it, at the beginning, they like show them and they're like, and Sasha as Comet, you know, like they tell you the dog's real name. <laughs> just like, well, I mean, the dog's still acting. It deserves a credit. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. But I wonder if like people who get their dogs into acting, are they like parents who get their kids into acting? Oh, 100%. Like, right. Yeah. A little unhinged. Yeah. There was a storyline on New Girl where one of the characters had a cat that he decided should be in stuff. And their whole thing was like, this cat is terrible and shouldn't be in movies because the cat would just like, he was supposed to be doing a cat food commercial or something. And he just like walked into a, a trash can that was in the room. And they're like, this isn't what we need from the cat. But it was just so like watching it, you're like, but this cat is an actor. And the story is that he's a bad actor, but it's a cat actor playing a bad cat actor. Like, wow. That's just so many, so layered. Or maybe the cat still was not good. And they just... (laughs) (laughs) They had to change the story based on this cat's cat's awful. (laughs) They just found a stray on the set. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that is true. (laughs) Okay, I have one last series of questions for you. And this is based on what I know of your family. I know a little bit about you. And we have something in common in that I know you have a sassy grandma Mm -hmm. and you have a funny dad. I don't really have a funny dad. Well, he put your face on a shirt and then wore it around, right? I put my face on the shit for him. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then he uh, decided to wear it constantly 
and would apparently <laughs> tell people that uh, it was a photo of his retarded daughter. Oh, no. Yeah, charming, right? Yeah, but that, that does sound like something my dad would say. So I'm still going to go. Th- we have these things in common. Okay. That that sounds about right. Yeah. But, but your dad is maybe more of a good sport than funny himself, yeah. you would say? Yeah. Okay. So I want to find out if we have any other family members in common, any other types. Is your mom really, really, really nice? Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very, we found another very one. Very nice. Will accommodate anyone. Uh, is just a very good, good person. Good. Yeah. I'm glad that you have a mom like that. Mm-hmm. It's good growing up with a mom like that, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is the best. It's so nice. You can go to them with whatever. They're, they're going to be supportive. They're going to make you feel better. You're going to feel listened to. And, and uh, like, I don't fight with her, like, ever. Well, I mean, like, when I was a teenager, of course I did. But, like, sure. like now, like, I don't understand all these people that, like, have fights with their, like, moms. I'm like, mm-hmm, but yeah. mine's so nice. <laughs> yeah, I know. Totally. I'm like, I feel really bad for people that are, like, have a shitty mom. I'm like, that must suck. I can't even imagine. Yeah. It's like, I live with my mom. She is the best roommate ever. It's just, like, it's just me and her now. But, like, it's we get along like I think we're kind of similar personality types like we're both introverts and it just I don't know like we do not fight at all like I cannot remember the last time we had even like a disagreement on something that's awesome it's just cool yeah and you guys are just raising your son together yeah <laughs> your son Jasper <laughs> pretty much my mom my mom does love him like because like a lot of people like I mean Sure, I'm still living with my mom, but I don't really have a reason to leave. Right. Well, like we've got a nice situation going. She loves my dog. Uh, like we live in a good area. Like unless I'm, you know, get some sort of partner or something. Like no point in me moving, moving out, moving out to like you know solidify my independence. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you have? An illiterate great aunt. No. <sighs> Disappointing. Okay. I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, there's a possibility that I do because I believe on my dad's dad's side, both my grandparents had like ten or eleven siblings. Okay. But I've not met like any of them. Okay. I mean, chances are you've got an illiterate aunt in there somewhere, I would say. Most likely. I mean, like, (laughs) well, I mean, one of them is a doctor, so maybe, maybe not. Hmm. Okay. So maybe different level. No bogans in your family tree. Oh, probably. (laughs) (laughs) On dad's side, for sure. (laughs) See, and that's okay. So your dad's side is the trashier side. Yeah. Your mom's side is the, okay, same with my family. Mm-hmm. All right. We mm-hmm. got that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have a suicidal uncle? I mean, uh, like I had a great uncle. He did, I don't know if it was suicide though, or if it was just an accident. I don't know if that was ever really explained. Apparently he did 
like choke on his own vomit after drinking a whole bunch and having some pills. But I don't know if that was a suicide attempt or if that was just an unfortunate thing that happened. Okay. But, but, uh, you know, depression runs strong (laughs) in my family. Okay. So at least I've got the depression connection. Perfect. So most likely, probably. I would, yeah. I don't know if it outright told me or had any, like, you know, had any uh, um, accidents. Hard to hard. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But it's very possible they're just not necessarily going to confide in you because that'd be inappropriate. Probably, yeah. Cousin who's really into gems. Um, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, probably, I could think of one that might be, but uh, no, probably not. Okay. But a lot of them are uh, like a lot younger than me. Okay. Sorry. So maybe now is a good time for you to start introducing them to Jem. See which one can take on that oh, yeah. personality right. type. Yeah. There's one that I think would definitely. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So maybe Christmas by some sort of book about gems or something. Just mm-hmm. get them on the right track. Yeah. Okay. Cousin who's really into K-pop. I'm going to assume like, cause I think a few of them are still kind of teenagers that they must be. Yeah, I would think so. It's it's very big right now. Yeah, those. I mean, wow. I don't. I do not understand where it came from. Like, yeah, I don't know where are you kids finding out about this stuff. No, kids are also like very into YouTubers. It it really is a thing. They want to do that for a living, and they think so YouTubers sad. are hilarious. And I know it really does make me sad. It really does. I had one kid tell me like. You know, and I'm not going to give my family money once I'm famous from YouTube because, you know, <laughs> the way they're treating me right now. No, nope. <laughs> you're not getting none of my YouTube money. And I was like, this is the saddest thing I've ever heard. Isn't it like in America, it, it's a, isn't it a weird thing where your parents have to open up your bank account and they are like, own it? I think so. I think so. That's weird. Yeah, it's like very confusing the way some of the kid parent stuff works because I think the kids maybe also have the power to sue their parents at a certain point if they really just throw away the money. But I'm not, I don't know, not totally sure about the rules. Yeah, because I always found that very odd that they were like, even as an adult, like your parents, unless you actually have to remove them from the account that they can actually access your money and like see your money. Like that's just what I've learned off Reddit. But um, a lot of them seem like, like, I mean, I had my own bank account when I was like in kindergarten, like, Oh wow. Like someone from the bank <laughs> came around to our <laughs> and was like, Oh, open up this Dolomite account. And, and you know, it's just, it's basically, it's a kid's account, but just, you know, putting money into it. And so that's, that's very cool. Yeah. Did it, was anybody like saving up for your college fund or something like, or was it just like for fun for you? <laughs> I don't know who actually does that. <laughs> you don't have to worry about college funds. <laughs> oh, you guys don't pay for college there. Okay, great. No, we, um, well, I mean, <laughs> they technically do, but uh, later on. 
you start paying it back once you earn over a certain amount. And if you don't uh, earn uh, like uh, earn over a certain amount, you never have to pay it back. Oh, okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you could definitely game the system there. Just don't make that much money or don't report it. Some under the table stuff. Yes, you could do that. But yeah, no, <laughs> it, uh, yeah, that's how, that's how it works out here rather than your very odd system of having yeah. to pay a shit ton of money and take out loans that you'll never ever, ever be able to repay, especially with a uh, degree that is fucking useless. Yeah, everything's bad here. It's all very wrong and... But it's not, not going to change, probably, because oh, yeah. we're all very stubborn mm-hmm. about how good it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys don't like to be told what to do. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's the one time. I mean, really, like, the COVID protesters, like, that's these people who I don't think would ever protest anything in their life. All you had to do is tell them they can't leave because there's, like, a fucking illness or whatever, and they then they start protesting. I really, really wish we could see what would happen in a a zombie apocalypse situation. I really think it would be so funny to see all those same people insisting on going outside and then you get to just watch them be torn apart by zombies. It'd be hilarious. Yeah. yeah. No, that that would be pretty good. (laughs) That's my dream. I want it. Oh, I wish, uh, yeah, I wish COVID was more of a zombie plague. <laughs> <laughs> a cousin who proposed to his high school girlfriend while they were still in high school. Oh, no. Okay. All right. You said most of your cousins are young, right? You, are, yeah. you have a lot of young ones. So there is still hope. Yes. I think okay. I think maybe there's like three that are still, uh, yeah, probably three still under sixteen. Okay, okay, all right. So we have some time to start pushing them in that direction, just so we can have. I feel like we had like a mirrored family tree situation. <laughs> it could be very cool. <laughs> as close as we can get, I feel like we could maybe get into Guinness or something for that. <laughs> Some sort of what record would that be? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm interested in it. I feel like someone would find this fascinating enough. We get in a museum or something. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for joining me, Alana. It was really nice to talk to you. It was really fun. Yeah. I knew it was going to be fun. I knew when we got to talking about the music and boys. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's always fun with you. So sweet. Always fun with you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>